Hello, folks, and welcome to episode... And welcome back to episode 104 of the Social Liability Podcast, the only podcast where you will find two middle-aged men complaining about the people in our lives who violate the social contract that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Buck, with my co-host, The Raspberries, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. How are you doing this week, Raz? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just felt I, 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 I there's not a lot of, there's, I got, I don't know. If you wanted to do the I, intro, I, you just had to ask. <laughs> yeah, but it's funnier if I just step on you. I don't know. I just felt like, I just, yeah, you step on me a lot. I just felt like I could step on you back and I don't have legs at work. And I just figured this would be a good opportunity to do it. You can't you can't use the cripple card to get, get out of that. If you're laughing, that means it worked. <laughs> All right, folks. But as he said, this is the Social Liability Podcast, where we discuss stories about people that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. And that includes CEOs, because this is coming from cbc.ca. Resort CEO told women at BC Conference to go clean some rooms and do some dishes. <laughs> a British Columbia resort executive made a blatantly sexist comment during a supposed tribute to women at an industry conference. Uh, he apologized and resigned from multiple boards, but some who were in the audience say that he's still a much bigger problem to tackle. Uh, Vivek Sharma, CEO of Fairmont Hot Springs Resort in Columbia Valley, made the remarks at the opening of the British Columbia Tourism and Hospitality Conference in Richmond on March 9th. Wow! <laughs> According to the people in attendance, Sharma asked the women in the room to stand in honor of International Women's Day, but then after a round of applause, told them to go clean some rooms and do some dishes. <laughs> Trina Notman, vice president of marketing and communications for Accent Hotels and Hotel Z, was in uh, in the audience and remembers hearing the collective groan at the remark. It was shocking. It was embarrassing. He was literally laughing at us. It felt terrible. Notman and said Sherwood later apologized from stage in response to the audience reaction. Six days later, Sherma issued a public apology. He said in a statement released by British Columbia Hotel Association on Tuesday, saying he deeply regretted his insensitive and inappropriate comments. Uh, not only did my words cause distress for several women in the audience, but I also offended many other delegates. Sherma announced he was resigning from his position on the boards of tourism industry associated with British Columbia and the British Columbia Hotel Association. The British Columbia uh, Chamber of Commerce said that he, it also accepted Sherma's resignation from the board of directors. And according to his LinkedIn profile, he is no longer on the advisory council for the Thompson Rivers University School of Business and Economics. Ingrid Jarrett, the president and CEO of BCHA, said Sherma offered to resign from the boards immediately after his remarks. But Notman said that he doesn't change the lingering issues of inequality within the hospitality and tourism industry, including pay gaps, lack of representation in leadership roles, and discriminatory attitudes that affect women and people from underrepresented groups. We are not going to tolerate this treatment anymore, and we're going to call for real change. Real change means real equality. Sherman did not respond for requests for comment, and multiple executives at Fairmont Hot Springs said uh, he did not reply to emails from CB. CBC News. 
Well. I, so I, I can only imagine that he meant that to be a joke. It was just a shitty uh-huh. joke. <laughs> Man. It's a really good really, comedy is t- Really know your audience, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta factor timing into the equation here, buddy. Maybe not the best, best. Like, I can see how you think it would be appropriate timing, but not everybody's into sardonic humor. You know, um, per- perhaps you know the uh, he should have gone a different route, or just not said you know, it at all. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, just gone a different route. Then just stop at thank you. Like, should thank you. Let's have a great day. You know, give, you know, go team, pat on the back. You know, back to work. You know, whatever. But you don't, mm, mm-mm-mm. like, oh. At least the guy, like, he knew he did wrong. He resigned immediately after making the yeah. remarks. Now I'll tell you, when, when nobody laughed, you could just imagine he's on stage going, "Oh, I just fucked up." <laughs> yeah, it was at that moment that he realized he fucked up. But I'm I'm interested to know, like, why did they miss out on the opportunity to get this guy's wife's perspective? I'm sure he's married. I, that's the 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 very first phone call I would have made. As a reporter, I've been like, he, oh, he, somebody's he, wife is getting a phone call. He answers the phone. I said, I'm not giving comment. Well, good. We're not calling for you, asshole. We want to talk to your wife. <laughs> yeah. We want to speak to Mrs. Fuck Up. You know, that's, that, that's, that. we want to get the real scoop. We want to know, you know what kind of couch he, he's sleeping on. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you he resigned because immediately after saying it, his phone just immediately started to vibrate in his pocket with, a, with like, a slew of like you terrible, stupid. terrible texts. Yep. Wife, wife, wife was watching it on live TV. She was like, you're done. You're done. Just, just resign. There's nothing you can do to unfuck this. Yeah. You done. You done. There's nothing. You cannot unfuck that football. You, you are now done. I'm, I'm creating like, I've already rented a backhoe. We're building you a bunker. Hopefully we can line it with lead, make it vibranium. Who knows? You're going to need protection. The only reason why this man's alive is because he did it in Canada. And they're, 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 they're extremely nice. Anywhere else in the world he would have done this, well, you know, I think the U.S. would have just had like protests in the street. Like they, they, they would have hit Twitter. Let's, it it would have been some, scathing. Maybe, maybe, let, maybe lit something on fire. Yeah, scathing internet comments would would have been as far as it has gone in America. So he probably would have been safe here too. But Canada, at least he can still go to the groceries. Hey, that wasn't very funny. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, guy definitely messed up. I can't say that he he goes without score. But I'm definitely not going to give him the higher number because he really did. Like, he stuck his foot in that pile of shit and just went, nope. I'm not even going to try and clean it. He just threw his shoes out. He's like, he's just like, I'm done. So I got to give him some credit for that. And I really don't believe that they're like, road to hell is paved with good intentions. 
is uh is is pretty much where where I'm gonna categorize this one and give him like a two and a half, maybe a three. I think it was just a bad joke. Because uh, it, it, yeah, he says, hey, Apprentice International Women's Day, haha. He it was opening, so they have this stupid thing where they t- they teach you when you're you're doing public speaking that you should always start with a joke, and that's what he kind of. Tr- I have a feeling that's what he tried to do, and it just was a really shitty joke. Um, here here's um here's my advice to anybody out there doing public speaking. Uh, don't start with a joke unless you're really fucking funny. Uh, in other words, everybody goes, ha, 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 just to be polite. And it's just, the rest of the time, it's like, this guy's an idiot. I don't want to listen to what he has to say. So uh, If you can't afford to hire someone to proofread your speeches, give it to a friend. You know, this man has a wife. I, I, I just... I'm 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 really making some assumptions here. I don't know if he's married or not, but if you're gonna make a speech to a bunch of women, run it by your wife first. If you're gonna make a joke about anybody, anybody, any group, run it past somebody in that group. If you're gonna make a gay joke, give it to a gay man and say, Hey, read this over, see if you think it's funny. If he looks at you over the top of the paper like what the fuck, then take it out. Uh, You know, yeah. If you're gonna say a joke about women, Give it to a woman. If you're going to say a joke about your dog, give it to the dog. I don't care. Whoever you're making the joke about, have them vet it. Otherwise, you just come out like an ass, and you have to resign from a bunch of boards, and you fuck up your resume. And you sleep on the couch forever. Possibly. Our next story comes from WSB-TV to Atlanta. Truly an atrocity. Woman dead after argument over bowling ball at Atlanta Fun Center. Not so fun now, is it? Yeah, it's an unfun center. (laughs) An argument over a bowling ball has left a woman dead Thursday night, according to Atlanta police. Police say they were called to the Metro Fun Center, an entertainment venue with skating rink, bowling alley, and more. (laughs) Just before 11... Holy shit, that sounds like I got an ad for it. We have a skating rink, a bowling alley, and more! (laughs) Ugh! Investigators say a 31-year-old woman was killed during a celebration at the business at the business on Metropolitan Parkway in Southwest Atlanta. The Fulton County Medical Examiners identified her as Lavika Jackson. This is truly an atrocity. A young woman has lost her life tonight as a result of an argument over a bowling ball. Lieutenant uh, Wolfolk was impassioned about the tragic increase in violence in the city as he spoke to Channel 2 News. We talk about conflict resolution from time to time, and once again, this is escalated over a bowling ball. Investigators say they have had a male suspect at the time. Lieutenant Wolfolk spoke directly to him on Thursday night. We will find the person who is responsible. We, You know who you are. Go ahead and turn yourself in. We assure you that we will be bringing you into custody. Police say they have surveillance video of the incident, as well as ballistic evidence and several cooperating witnesses. Jackson's mother told Channel 2's new, uh, anchor that she uh, wanted her daughter to be remembered as a sweet, kind, and loving person. Jackson shared a child with Atlanta-based Grammy Award-winning rapper Young Thug. His spokesman said he is focusing on grieving with his family and is not releasing a statement today. A bowling ball is never a reason to kill anybody. Or hurt anybody. It's a bowling ball. Unless they're assaulting you with it. Uh, f- fuck you! It's a goddamn—it's <laughs> a goddamn rock with holes in it. 
You feel the need you need to kill somebody over a fucking bowling ball? Are they even made out of rocks anymore? Yeah, like, well, I know that's most probably are. an arbitrary, it's an arbitrary detail, but out of curiosity, like, isn't it like, I don't even know what it is. It's of, it's rock with an acrylic top. Yeah, see a lot of, well, some of them like, are acrylics. Like the one, like my, I have a bowling ball. Uh, it, it's literally stone, but the. Uh, you would. <laughs> I do. I have my own shoes too. I haven't done it in years, but I have it somewhere. The, uh. There are some out there that are completely synthetic. Um, probably the higher end ones are pr- completely synthetic. Mine's old as sin, uh, and it's it's even monogrammed. <laughs> but uh, how angry are you at the world if you get so mad over somebody over a fight about a fucking bowling ball that you have to pull a gun? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, man, I, there's just, there's, there's something wrong with the world, if that's where we're headed, like, people, you know, again, conflict resolution skills, folks, you know, and, uh, and, like, how, how did, I don't even understand how guns come into play in a bowling alley. It's supposed to be a fun center. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, man. It's there's, there's just so much wrong with that. Pulling a gun over a bowling ball. I don't, I don't even have anything else to really comment on it. Other than this person gets a five, five indeed. You know, but. Let's let's try not to let's try not to extrapolate too much from that. The the the, the damage is already done there. All right, Buck, we're back for the second half. Why are yeah okay? There we go. <laughs> a little technical hiccup there. Our next story comes from FoxNews.com. New York City man accused of attacking woman with feces back in jail after latest arrest. The man accused of smearing feces on a New York City subway rider and released from custody is back behind bars, allegedly after throwing a dumbbell through the window of a storage facility in Harlem. Uh, Frank Ab- Abraqua? A-B-R-O-K-W-A? Abraqua? <laughs> 37 was jailed after an arraignment Monday connecting to an incident where he allegedly shattered a window with a dumbbell at Treasure Island Storage Facility in Harlem on Friday night. I want my refund. I'm leaving Monday. That is why I broke the glass. <laughs> this is what he told an employee at the storage facility um, as a staffer cleaned up the broken glass. Uh, Abakwa returned to Treasure Island on Saturday at about 3.30 p.m. and warned, if I don't get my refund by Monday, I'm going to come back and catch a felony. I like how they always say that shit. Uh, he was arrested on criminal mischief and harassment charges. A judge on Monday set his bail at $5,000. Abakwa... Uh, has a rap sheet going back to 1999, sources told New York Post. Last month, Arbakwa was arrested for allegedly smearing feces on a woman's head on the subway in the Bronx. Arbakwa warned cops after his arrest not to let him go again because what he will do next time will shock the city. Hey, Miami. Hey, oh, hey, Mammy. Hey, Mammy. Why don't you talk to me? He allegedly said to a woman before defecating in a bag and attacking the woman. He was released without bail and bragged about it on a video post on Facebook. 
The feces scenario should keep every female in the right mind away from me, Arbacqua said in the Facebook post. New York Mayor Eric Adams took aim at the state's bail reform law shortly after Arbacqua was released in the feces incident. In 2019, a New York lawmaker passed a sweeping changes in the state's bail laws that restricts crimes where judges can set bail. Individuals should not remain on the streets of New York, and his release shows that the scope of the changes we need to make in order to keep New Yorkers safe. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you know, I was going to stop, but it looks like I should keep going here. It is a result of a failed mental health system, a failed housing and support system, and a failed criminal justice law that allows someone with a history of violence who possesses a clear threat to the public safety to just walk out of court. Arbaca was uh, brought before a judge shortly after the feces incident for allegedly spitting on a Jewish man in the Brooklyn back in back in September and chasing him down the street. Come here, you fucking Jew. I'm going to kill you, he said in the incident, according to a criminal complaint. Uh, he was let go on supervised release in this case due to the state's bail reform laws. Arbaqua is due back in court on April 11th for the dumbbell incident. Wow. Wow. There's... Okay, so at least the article pointed out that the uh, that there is a failure in the mental health area of the, of this system, because you know, and and I think you'll agree with me, man. Like you may or may not agree with me. I I think that this is a a pretty pretty stable you know scenario here. Is that with most of the articles that we cover that fall into this purview of mental health. There seems to be a really big, big, like, disconnect because everybody's like, we need to work on bail reform. We need to work on bail reform. We need to work on bail reform. Everybody works on bail reform. And what happens when we work on bail reform and not the mental health aspect of it is that you have people that go around and do these things that get to walk in and then walk right back out of court. Because you're only fixing half the problem, you know. I I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to give this a score. I'm not going to because the article pointed it out and made a really good, a good argument. Not a good argument, but really, really drove this point home. It is a failure on the mental health system. Like this man, this man, obviously the cheese is slipping off his cracker and needs and needs a little bit more than bail reform in order to fix this problem. So, no. yeah, what do you what, what are your thoughts? No, I'll go with you on that. I mean, I, I'm kind of kind of like. Uh, we don't we don't know for sure the guy has mental health problems. He might just be an asshole, but everything's screaming mental health. It really is. Um, so uh, you're, you're right. We kind of just have to go with it and, and, and think that to ourselves, yes, it's probably a mental health issue. And you are right. They're fixing half a problem. Uh, our, our, our system needs a complete overhaul. It really does. Well, I mean, think about it, man. We worked in, and I know it kind of doesn't really have a lot to do with this article, but our experience in the prison system does have a little bit to do with somebody throwing shit on you. Because I don't, I don't know about you, but I have personally had somebody, uh, you know, throw shit at me and throw a cup of piss towards me 
you know um thank goodness i've never been actually doused in it but the attempts have been made and you have to look at it like consider the source you know the people who did this to me were not you know and there are incidents where people are just being real assholes and are trying to just stir the pot but in my incident you know in, in every every incident that i've experienced where somebody's trying to smear you with bodily fluids it's because there's there's really a lot more wrong with them than just their ability to follow the law you know so i'm not i'm 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 going to i'm going to fall back on that personal experience as well and and really reaffirm that i'm just not going to score this fair enough well do you remember back a number of weeks ago uh we had a video that we put out on our youtube channel it was about judge carter williams and if you want to look it up it's it's titled judge carter williams a true social liability and we dissected some body cam footage of a west virginia police officer that pulled over a circuit court judge you remember this I do. I do remember this very well, actually. This guy was a real slice of shit. Well, <laughs> so lately, I've been, my, my phone started blowing up, and there was a lot of comments being made on that video lately. Uh, there, there, There is something that popped up out of that, however, that I, I think we need to touch on. So it, let's just give a qu- quick uh, montage, because I guarantee you this... Um, this is going to have a little bit in, related in the story. The judge gets pulled over, and he's all offended that the, the officer doesn't refer to him as judge instead of mister. Uh, how dare he pull him over? Do you know who he is? He was pulled over for, for what, running a stop sign and, and talking on his phone. And the guy is stuttering and, and, and shaking. I mean, he is so vehemently angry. He starts calling the guy's boss. He starts calling um, the mayor. He goes to the mayor's house in the middle of the night. You know, it was it was like a total shit show. Well, circuit court judge faces new charges related to shoplifting from Walmart, and already uh, already facing a state investigation. A Hardy uh, County Circuit Judge Court uh, Court Judge Jesus, I'm stuttering over myself myself faces new charges related to shoplifting items from a Walmart, according to. Formal statement of charges filed February 14th by the State Judicial Investigation Commission. Hardy Circuit Court Judge Carter Williams left the Moorfield Walmart on August 18th without paying for 10 or so items in his cart. Williams told authorities it was a mistake and he apparently later paid for the items. But at least one similar incident had happened with him earlier at the same store. Williams was subject to another JIC formal statement of charges last year after he verbally accosted a Moorfield police officer who pulled him over for allegedly using his cell phone while driving and abusing his power. Police body cam footage of that incident is online and available through the Social Liability Podcast. Williams is contesting that charge and the litigation is ongoing. Good luck, asshole. Uh, Back to the latest statements of charges. Moorfield Police Chief Stephen Riggleman a plus player, by the way, says Walmart video surveillance footage shows Williams using the self checkout area. He was scanning, bagging, and placing items into his cart. Williams has then observed pushing the cart out of the store without making any attempt to pay for the items. And <laughs> the filing statement says it was determined the best course of action would be to contact Williams and direct him to pay for the merchandise. Oh, come on, Chief. You should have arrested him. 
Uh, it should be noted that approximately one year ago, a similar incident occurred when Williams with Williams at the Moorfield Walmart, where he and his wife pushed out a substantial amount of merchandise without paying. It was determined that neither party realized the other had not paid for the items. Uh-huh, sure it was. Riggleman says he didn't learn of the August 18th incident until September 13th when he was at Walmart investigating an unrelated shoplifting event. A store associate told him about uh, Williams' incidents. Uh, the associate told uh, Hardy County Prosecuting Attorney Lucas C., that's his name, Lucas C., that Williams contacted her September 14th saying that he wished to pay for the items and that it was a mistake. Payment was accepted in lieu of charges being filed. When this August 18th incident occurred, Williams was under investigation by the JIC for a previously filed complaint. Among the allegations uh, investigated was a t- July 21st, 2020 incident where Williams left the same Walmart without paying for items in his shopping cart. The latest, latest charges include a note from Riggleman about the incident, quote, uh, contacted Carter concerning the matter, Riggleman wrote in his note, uh, Asset Protection Associate admitted that upon review of the incident, Walmart determined it was an accidental and no charges were filed. Bullshit. JIC was told the amount of the items uh, William shoplifted uh, were about $300 from an individual was with him. When asked about the 2020 incident during the investigation on October 6th, uh, just a few weeks after the latest incident, William said, <laughs> said it actually had been a couple of years earlier and that his wife wasn't with him. He said he started talking to, uh, talking to a Walmart employee and he knew that he had paid with his debit card. He even grabbed a receipt, even though he uh, it was for exactly $52. I don't know what all that's supposed to mean, but it's rambling. Uh, the next day, he got a call from Walmart and they said I hadn't paid. So I thought, oh my God, I rode back up and paid, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> the guy's a shitbag. Uh and, and it's either just a straight up shitbag for the shoplifting also, or he's an idiot. One of the two. Um, I, and now I have gotten to my cart before and realized there was something on the bottom and went, Oh shit. Ran back inside and said, Hey, uh, this happened. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then they're like surprised you came back. Um, but you know, it, it, when you roll out like $300 worth of stuff, kind of like really dude. And you've done it twice. Ugh. And you're, we know you're an asshole on top of everything. Yeah, this guy's starting to go from oopsies to statistics real quick. Yes, I mean, uh, yeah. And $300, I don't consider $300 shoplifting. I consider $300 fucking theft. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure that under, under the letter of the law, they might same exact thing regardless of monetary amount but you know to me shoplifting is like you know small small cookies type of shit but once you get up over like 50 you know 100 bucks you're no longer shoplifting you're just plain outright fucking stealing and regardless both of them are just at you know pretty deplorable you know examples of behavior but Either way, uh, I don't know. Guys, he's sitting there screaming and shouting at poor guys do their because they're doing their job, throwing his freaking weight around, and now he's thinking that he has the power to just go in and just take shit too. Like, nah. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And see, this is the kind of mental health that I will fucking score. Like, I'll give this kind of mental health problem a motherfucking score. Because this guy 
is an actual social liability. This is the guy, this is the kind of guy that you should be on watch for. This is the person who goes out and does repeated damage, believing in their heart of hearts, even though everyone's telling them that they're wrong. Everyone's trying to go like, listen, man, here's the math. Showing them on paper. It's like two plus two is not five. You are fucking this up. And he just looks at it and is like, nope, I'm the judge. I'm in charge. Like, nah, nah, dude. No, that, that, you are a skell. You deserve a five. That is, that is, that is it. Like, we gave him a five before. You know, really not doing himself any fucking favors here. And, uh, and, you know, if it weren't, like, if it weren't really, really over the top, I'd invent a rating of six just for him. But he doesn't deserve that. He gets a fucking five like the rest of the assholes out there who overstep their bounds. So... Uh, go over to yourself, man. Like, cut me off here. Like, stop. Well, I, I would like to cut you off, but I was actually researching something. Um, so in the in the article, I talked about how angry, or not the article, rather the, the video, the original video. I talked about how angry this guy is, and like how it's just he's he's literally like frothing at the mouth. He sh- his hands are shaking, and he's just so mad. And there's a lot of comments on the video. Uh, one comment says, I've seen this occur so often in this community. I've been a recipient uh, once of having a ticket torn up 30 years ago. I've had several services at, for a local school. Most of the cops were, able, uh, were told to scold and ticket, and the arrest are scum, thieves, and real troublemakers. Continuously, rules are made and not enforced. This man is his own worst enemy. Another person says, unbelievable. The good old boy system is still alive, not only in Mayfield uh, either. Uh, neighboring Pendleton County is even worse. Somebody's replied, uh, this judge should be taken off the bench. And then somebody actually, uh, this is how I found out about it. Someone commented, by the way, he has new charges for shoplifting twice now. But there's one individual who, just to confirm, this judge has a medical condition that makes him shake. And I, I'm doing a quick search. And this individual is from West Virginia. And when you put their names together, it might be his wife. <laughs> might be i can't tell i I, i'm i'm really gonna have to dig on this one because this is gonna be hilarious if it is uh i don't i i'm looking more and more i'm thinking maybe not but it is definitely somebody that knows him because of um everything i'm seeing and like their names referenced together um but their first names are the same (laughs) you know i'm gonna have to say man like I could see it being a spouse in almost any other area of the nation but West Virginia. Uh, do I believe that there is some familial bond in that in that equation? Yes, but I, I don't. I, I just don't see it being a spouse. I think I think that would make everything just too fucking perfect. Like that. That really would, and it would also make me like really disappointed okay i don't i don't think it's the wife i'm looking there I'm, okay good there's 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 hope for humanity i'm looking yeah. for i'm looking for pictures for this, for this. if you go to williamsforjudge.com accepting no. <laughs> it's taken down it's taken down he's he's trying to sell it like who the hell wants to buy williamsforjudge.com um 
<laughs> oh man. I mean, this guy is like the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. <laughs> oh geez. Uh, I, I'm going to keep digging. Cause I want to find out some more, but I'm sure that, no the, man, I'm sure that you the, know what? the ongoing saga of judge Carter Williams from West Virginia has yet to come to an end. We should just have start our own little mini podcast. Call it <laughs> the, the Carter Williams show. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, you know what? The guy, the guy would probably like even do an interview. I mean, like, he's depending on where he is right now, it might be really easy. He, he might be you looking know? for work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Depending on where he is in his life right now, we've. Been- so hey judge, if you want if you want to come on the show and defend yourself, uh, reach out. Yeah. Social liability at iCloud.com. We, <laughs> we we can we can make this happen. We can give you a, a social li- liability redemption. You know, I don't believe that it'll do any different. I think that we're all going to believe you to be a piece of shit. However, you have the opportunity how, to change hearts and minds. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I will give you. I will give you the floor, man. I won't interrupt you at all. I will sit here on the edge of my seat absorbing every word that you say so I can use it against you once you're done speaking. I will. I will do this just for you. Raz and I, I I'll even get caregiver Katie out here and we'll get a we'll get a fucking notepad. We'll bring ink and paper into this Judge Williams. We 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 will get to the bottom of this. Let's <laughs> by God Virginia. All right, folks, that's going to bring us to another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. Uh, we would like to remind everybody that the Social Liability Podcast does not cost a thing. It doesn't cost you a dime. The only thing we ask you ever to pay is attention. Uh, if you would like, subscribe, tell a friend, hit a notification bell, whatever it is on the social platform that you decide to listen to us on, because God knows we're on every platform under the bloody sun, even ones we don't know about. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. It helps our numbers dramatically, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Um, again, just thank you all for listening. I'm Raz. This is the Buck wishing you all a happy and safe week. Mm-hmm.